you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. It is Sunday, December 4th, 2022. I'm Hank and welcome to Shrink Money Advice. You know, it's it, it may sound really strange, but the more you dig into investment, the more and things come out positive, the more you wonder, okay, what am I missing? And you, I dig even deeper. And I'll, I'll use one example and then I'll ask you my question. So many years ago, I was looking into purchasing a commercial property and it really did seem too good to be true. The price offered to me was, was approximately half what I thought the value was or close to that. And um, it was a kind of deal where I only had to basically assume a mortgage. And, and it wasn't like a difficult times. The, the seller wasn't in any financial trouble. It just looked like it was a pain for them to keep this building. And so I became very paranoid. I thought, well, there's got to be something wrong with this building. There has to be, you know, so I, I did all kinds of due diligence. I called people from the town. I tried to find out. You know, historically, I, I mean, things like, you know, is this on a, is this on a nuclear waste site or something or, or what could be the reason? And so then having done all that and even talked to an engineering firm who, who assured me that there was no, you know, toxic waste dumps or town dumps or anything to worry about. So then I, you know, I, of course, you have the building looked at by engineers and all that kind of stuff and everything. It's just a beautiful building. So then I. I go to have a meeting and the, the owner says to me, uh, says, um, well, I, I just, there's another problem. And I thought, okay, here we go. This is, this is really where the truth comes out. And they say, well, the building, we have a lot around the corner and it's, um, we bought the lot so that we could park extra cars there. And we're just wondering if, you know, you would take the lot as part of the deal. Of course, and then I'm, my, my brain is just, and I pause and I don't say anything for a minute because my brain is going absolutely crazy. I'm thinking, why would someone give me a lot? There's no price, there's, there's no cost. It's just here, would you take this off our hands? And I'm thought, what? I've got to dig some more. There's got to be something wrong here. And of course, I dug and looked and couldn't find anything, so I did the deal. Turns out there were, there were no buried, you know, nightmares. It is what it was. Folks want to get out. They had better things to do with their obligations. They needed their um, their debt uh, ratios to improve, and they didn't care about the building, so I bought it. Um, great investment. Doubled the money in, I think, less than five years, um, and, um, and that was that. It was an incredible investment. So when I look at these deep value stocks, and I only have three of them that, that I would consider you know, investments right now, 
And this, this uh, European residential REIT is a bit like that building I looked at years ago. Um, ERE is a symbol, and I want you to help me find out what's wrong with this, because I really can't find out what's wrong with it. It has 6,900 apartments. 30% uh, of those apartments are, are townhouses. Uh, when you work out the market cap of $297 million, which is what all the shares are worth, divide that by the 6,900 units. That means each apartment has a value of $43,000. You can't build anything for $43,000. Um, if you look at the... Um, the rental average about $930 a month for all the units um, and you divide out all the costs the cap rates about a 7.7 percent which is incredible these days if that that's the return if you were to buy these apartments and pay cash that's the amount you'd get back in cash but the apartments are $43,043 if you average out the, the amount but that doesn't include two commercial buildings now, the REIT on a conference call, and I listened to these quarterly calls, and then I wrote in some questions. But So on the conference call, they talk about selling a couple of the units, but they don't tell us the price. So I emailed the company in, in investor relations, and I say, okay, on average, what are you selling these units for? And do, they, do all the units have their own, what we would call PID or, um, you know, their own uh, legal title so that you could sell one at a time um, 30 percent of these 6,900 units and they say yes of course and I said okay what's the average selling price of one of these uh, uh, townhouses because they said they had sold just two the year before and I think they were selling two or three this year and they say five to seven hundred thousand euros but the value according to the dividing out the numbers is $43,000 hmm so of course I just get more and more paranoid so I ask a bunch of questions I, I say okay one of them was what I just told you what is the value that you're getting for these when you have to sell one or two and they had said something very strange about you know sometimes the tenants um, the tenants have to do most of the repairs to the buildings that's bizarre and there was a talk of uh, utilities. So uh, they clarified it for me. They said, yes, in, in Holland, in the Netherlands, there's a very clear, um, there's a lot of you know, legislation about rentals, but there is a clear responsibility of the tenant to take care of the things of the building inside the walls. So it's a bit like a condo owner. So if the toilet doesn't work, they have to fix it. If something goes down inside the unit, now the the REIT has to fix the roof and the windows and the doors. But other than that, the internal structure of that building or the CapEx we would normally call it has to be repaired and paid for by the tenant. Now, you know, I'm getting really worried. I'm thinking, okay, this just doesn't make any sense. And then I find out that the majority of the tenants pay their own heat, hydro, water, and gas. So when you look at the numbers, the thing is selling for probably 36 cents, 37 cents on the dollar, if you look at the most conservative book value. Um, pays a dividend of about 5%. Uh, is based uh, in Europe, in, in the Netherlands, with the exception of, a, of two office buildings, one in Germany, 
and one in um, I'm not sure where the other one is but it has there's just two commercial rental buildings and they have some apartment units in it but the the REIT doesn't account for the value of the commercial side so there's a bit of extra money there too yes it's a highly regulated environment but that kind of tells me that it's hard to get in uh, the more regulation obviously the more difficult it is to start a business so they have a great moat if you will set up by the government um, it's basically started by cap REIT which is a Canadian apartment REIT so all that expertise and the management there's a management contract but I looked into it and it seemed reasonable so I I just don't understand why it's selling for 37 cents on the dollar with the exception of it's in Europe and we know what Putin's doing in Ukraine so some of that carry over the issue of gas prices or utilities I mean it's the tenants who have to pay so that's kind of there's a cushion there they are refurbishing a certain number of apartments when they come due um, so I have no other idea I have started buying this stock and I, I don't know I'm not telling you to buy it I'm just saying if you have a look at it um, if you can find out there's a small percentage some 10% of the buildings are on leased land so they own the buildings but the land is leased but there's no payments on those There's about 11% I think so even if you discount the 11% from that number I mean if if they had to sell each unit one by one it would be worth a lot more than it is right now uh, as an active business so it kind of checks all my boxes but just like that building many many years ago where I was really paranoid I'm really paranoid about this one there's something I'm not seeing or getting so if you if you have any ideas you just you just you know email me or post it or somehow get back to me and let me know uh, what you think you can you can connect with me at wildflowerbeefarm.com I know that sounds a little strange but if you go to wildflowerbeefarm.com there's a contact page there and you can fill out your information and your thoughts and have a look at our bee farm too while you're there it's kind of fun finally I just want to give you an update so overall the the, the, the market in Toronto is right around down I think 1% I myself am down 6% um, which I'm kind of kind of good with I have two sort of flyers I took well I shouldn't say flyers one is a, a company that I, I love uh, I'll have it for a very long time called relic healthcare I've talked about it many times they do home monitoring uh, for chronic patients primarily in the United States but they're a Canadian company uh, in Hamilton um, the second I took a flyer on new minus I think I'm saying that right they're a company that uh, promotes and has um, the use of basically magic mushrooms for mental health disorders and they have clinics and it's a flyer I took a flyer on some uh, warrants that come due in March of 2023 and they're well underwater and so uh, that was sort of those were two my, my, my two flyers if you will well relic not so much but it's down 20% and the new minus REITs are uh, sorry the new minus warrants are down 93% so that's where that 6% drop primarily uh, came but it's it's a fact it's a reality you got to understand that when you're when you're uh, an investor and you you you're in uh, any type of investment your price is going to go up and down it's important to to talk about that and that you just either buy more or not even think about it when it happens but I thought you should know that certainly this is a realistic sort of podcast and I'm just telling you what I'm doing. I'm not telling you to do any of this by the way so don't do anything 
that I do because I could be totally wrong and probably am. But back to my my share, ERE, that, that stock. Please do some digging if you feel like it. Um, tell me what's wrong because there's something wrong with this. Uh, I, I almost feel like I should send an email to the company and say, okay, thank you for all this information. You know, I'm a deep value investor. I've looked at everything. Can you just tell me what's wrong with your company? <laughs> you think they'll tell me? I don't know. This is Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have an amazing week. And, oh, I should tell you one other quick thing. I did pick up, uh, it was very easy to go in and pick up some T-bills. If you remember, I had that issue with a daily interest savings account. I was able to pick up a 22-day T-bill through my investor line account. It paid uh, 3.2% after fees, after commissions. I think it was 2.88 or something for 22 days. And I think the the minimum was $5,000. Uh, so it saves all the hassle of a high interest daily savings account because you don't have to set up a new account. Basically, where you loan your money to the federal government or Justin. Hopefully, he'll pay that back in 22 days. And then you can either redo it again. Uh, apparently, they're going to increase rates again next week on Wednesday. Or you can do something else with it. So that's what I'm doing uh, with cash instead of uh, messing around with these uh, silly daily interest savings account. I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at allsound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 